I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 498 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, we are creeping closer to the 500th episode of First Class Fatherhood, and I have got an awesome guest for you guys today. Carrie Oberbrunner is a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author and CEO of Igniting Souls Publishing. Through his writing, speaking, and coaching, Carrie helps individuals and organizations to clarify who they are, why they are, and where they are going so they can be souls on fire, experience unhackability, and share their messages with the world. In the past 20 years, he has ignited over 1 million people with his content and trained over 250,000 authors, coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs. And of course, he's a first-class father as well. I'm excited to have him on the podcast. Carrie Oberbrunner will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Carrie Oberbrunner was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch today's conversation, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and as I mentioned there, we are approaching the 500th episode of First Class Fatherhood, and I have got an incredible father-son interview dropping on Wednesday for this milestone episode. Backstreet Boy Brian Littrell, along with his son Bailey, will be joining me on the podcast. Bailey is following in his father's footsteps, but has chosen a slightly different path. The 18-year-old has launched a country music career, and he's finding a lot of success. We're going to dive deep into their father-son relationship and so much more. It's a conversation you do not want to miss. So lock it into First Class Fatherhood for the 500th episode dropping on Wednesday. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all the other upcoming guest announcements. If you guys have an opportunity, please hit me with a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're enjoying the podcast. And as always, please help me spread the word about the podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with Carrie Oberbrunner. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, Dad, sports stadiums are beginning to fill up once again. Concerts are coming back, and Broadway shows will be here before you know it. It's time to take your kids to an event and start making memories once again. And there's nothing wrong with saving a few bucks while you do it. My partnership with SeatGeek means that you can save $20 off your tickets by using the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS, at SeatGeek.com or on the SeatGeek app. Let's go, dads. We've been cooped up way too long here. It's time to start enjoying sports and entertainment again the way they were meant to be experienced, live and in person. Visit SeatGeek.com or use the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS at the checkout and save $20 off your tickets. A gift for first-class fathers from first-class fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Carrie Oberbrunner. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Hey, Alec. It's great to be here, my friend. All right. Let's start it right here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? Three kids, 15, 13, and 11. Wow. Very cool. What kind of sports activities are they all into? So my son is into esports. You know, he was he was into uh, basketball, but... He's made the transition and he's aspiring YouTube, Twitter, you know, the whole thing. Um, my youngest daughter is a uh, certified babysitter. I'm sorry, my middle daughter, Isabel. She's certified babysitter. 
she she uh she loves drama and uh as in like theater not not teenage drama and then my youngest daughter addison she's kind of she's the beast she's in uh, basketball and uh pretty much pretty much any sport yeah very cool carrie if you could please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do Sure. So I am the CEO of a publishing company. And Alec, just to be 100% real with everybody, you know, I started out being a pastor way back from uh, from college and seminary and struggled with depression, struggled with self-injury, stuttering, you name it. Was thinking about being an Air Force chaplain, got locked out because of um, childhood asthma. And really, it went on a journey of deep exploration struggle um, and really having to overcome a lot of inner demons and long story short I published my first book in 2004 and did nine since then and just cracked the code on how to take a book and turn it into 18 streams of income so I became an entrepreneur at age 35 been doing that now for um, nine years and absolutely loving it wow very incredible Carrie now so you say doing that nine years uh, back us up here to take us back to the beginning of your fatherhood journey about how old were you then when you became a dad and uh, along this process and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective here on life? Tell you what, man, my wife and I got married in October 4th, 14th, <laughs> October 14th, the year 2000. And we had our son at 2005. So we were five years in a marriage and having a child changed everything. Um, I think in the beginning, I really dug fatherhood because I like doing activities. And when the kids were young, man, I would take them everywhere. So I'd take them to the parks. I took them to Home Depot to build little crafts, you know, pretty much everything activity-wise. But as they've gotten to be teenagers, it is a shift. And I'm not going to lie, like, that's been a transition, man, like, to realize when they're young, you're their coolest hero in the world and they want to do everything and now when they're teenagers it's like let's go here i don't want to let's go here no i don't want to so it really is been this transition of of having to learn that they're humans with feelings preferences and it's not just the hey dad said it so let's do it yeah, I'm right there with you. My oldest is 15. My my second son will be 14 uh, next month. And then we got a 10 and a six. So uh, we got two teenagers and then two in the wings there. So it's different stages, but, uh, and, you know, they're all at different levels. What would you say, Carrie, are the, um, are the top values that you're hoping to instill in your kids growing up? I'll tell you what, man, I, I really am strong into faith. So I think that economies come and go, success comes and goes, but faith, is there forever so if my kids can develop a deep faith to me that's the most important thing like more than the money more than uh any of that stuff faith in god 100 percent. but beyond that i just really want to celebrate them and i know some parents are die hard you know you got to go to this college listen i did a bachelor master and doctorate and i i kind of think i don't know like I don't, I'm not really going to push my kids towards college because now I love entrepreneurship. And it's not that all the schooling was bad, but I feel like sometimes we overestimate it. And, or, you know, we put too much importance on it. So 
So these days, I'm like, look, you know, I like what Sarah Blakely's dad said, founder of Spanx. She said, how have you failed this week? And if they didn't have any, they, uh, they didn't have any ways that they failed, her dad was ticked. So I kind of view that as well. Like, hey, guys, I don't care if you fail. I want you exploring. I want you experimenting. You know, of course, within moral bounds. But but just this whole perfectionism, man, I think we crush that from a young age of like, you can't do something unless you're going to be number one. And, and I feel like that's really toxic. And I don't want to be that type of dad. Yeah, very well said. And obviously, I mean, we're seeing the way that the social media has blown up here. And I, I brought on a lot of entrepreneurs that, that have really crushed it, too, in life. And I've asked them, is college necessary to succeed in today's world? And I think more and more people are proving that it's really not as necessary as we once thought it was. Because so many different ways to make income, especially with this online world here. We, we just saw, I mean, we're doing this the day after a YouTuber just made $20 million dollars. Uh, you know, fighting the, one of the greatest fighters in the world. So anything is possible right now just by turning on a screen and filming yourself. So it's crazy the opportunity that's out there. I just wanted to touch on this, Carrie. I mean, you mentioned there too, you grew up, had a speech disorder. Obviously, you have been able to overcome and crush that. What kind of advice do you have out there for parents that have kids that are in a similar situation to where you were in your life, speech disorder uh, and, and similar? So speech disorder and self-injury and depression. I mean, it was, it was a pretty big deal. My wife's a counselor. We've been married now for, uh, we're going on 21 years this October 14th. She's amazing. So what, what I would say is she often builds in talk time with the kids. And I'm kind of the activity time guy. She's the talk time. But I do feel that um, journaling is really good for some kids. Meaning not every kid can sit down and talk about their feelings. So for me, what got me out of my depression was journaling and obviously it turned into writing and now I'm a writer uh, as well as many other things but I, I would say listen keep the keep the conversation rolling with your kids and and whether it's uh, activities you know Gary Chapman's five love languages right words of affirmation quality time acts of kindness all this type of thing I think study your kid know what they're um, love languages my son his love language is food so so we and that's not a real one but you know what i'm saying um so we went to top golf the other day for the first time and just ordered some food and hit some golf balls around and and so he's more the activity guy um but i can tell like when i get frustrated with my daughter like man words of affirmation she words can mean anything and, and the wrong tone the upset tone that can just be deep so tell you what alec i don't have it all figured out but but i know that keeping the conversation with your kids is huge we my wife and i from a young age we would put in rules about and listen some people might not agree but we would say you know your phone's not in your room at night that's a big thing for some kids they're like i'm not gonna do that but we started that at a young age your phone's not in your room because we didn't want them sleeping with it. And I wrote a book called Unhackable where, where you know, the average person touches, clicks, swipes, taps their, their smartphone 2,600 times a day. So how can I as a dad compete with uh, a digital screen? I can't. And so the, the, the thing is like create margin, create downtime from the smartphones. 
Yeah, I think we're all struggling with that as parents. And just listen, just myself over the last few years doing this podcast, I've become more and more addicted to the screen myself. So I'm trying to uh, practice what I preach. And it, and it is difficult and gotten more challenging here as time has gone on. And, and you touched on it just a little bit there, too. But uh, uh, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad? And is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Oh, that's good. Discipline's important. I I kind of I respond well to that militant discipline. Me as a person, you know, I was in wrestling. I like the black and white. I like the tough coach. I like the tough. That's how I respond, but my kids do not respond that way. So my my wife has, man, she's so good. Um, she's really balanced me and, and she tends to be more relational, more chill, more let's talk it out. And so I think we make a good combo because at times you do need the rules. You do need the black and white, but then other times you do need the, Hey, I know we said this, but let's work and let's flex and let's hear it. So, so I, I like that balanced approach, uh, concept. Yeah, good stuff. And, I, and just as you mentioned there before, I always recommend that to a lot of parents. I've done it with my kids, the five love languages, because I know it's always recommended to do with your wife, but it's it's also really good to do with your kids. And I've done with my older kids, I've done that, and it's been very eye opening because each one of them respond differently to, um, you know, to different forms of discipline. Yeah. And one thing I stress on this show, Carrie, we got a fatherless crisis going on. We got so many kids growing up without a father or a father figure in their life. Um, and I think that's having a real devastating, uh, you know, result here on our society. So it's it's important not only to have the father presence, but the discipline as well. Absolutely. I mean, every kid hates discipline, you know, and, and at the time. But we all know it. The the friends that they have who don't have any parents who discipline them. Those kids wish they did have discipline. It It, it shows that they're loved and when a parent's just like i don't care whatever you want do whatever you want like that doesn't create boundaries and safety so i do think even you know for the dad who's listening who's getting pushed back and and the kids are saying we don't want discipline i would say listen man show them you know in my favorite book it says that a father disciplines his kids you know with 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 love so i think it is important yeah, and you mentioned there Unhackable, one of your books. You got several of them out there. Which one could you recommend to the dads out there that are listening? Which one do you think is the best uh, for maybe the for, for the new dad or just any dad out there that he could get the most from out of your uh, out of the ones that you've written? Yeah, I would say let's go with Unhackable because you know it doesn't say technology is the enemy. Uh, technology is a tool we're using it right now, but that tool can very quickly. Uh, use us. You know, we become the tool. And human knowledge right now doubles every 12 hours. It used to double back when we were kids. You know, a, a thousand years it would take. So it would be these lifetimes of doubling. Today, it's doubling every 12 hours because everyone's content creation and social media. And so I would just encourage people like, you need to become unhackable. And the reason why is because otherwise you will not accomplish anything. Focus and they have a uh, cryptocurrency now, Alec, called the the atten basic attention token. So even even attention is now a cryptocurrency where you get credit if you're on a browser. Look, before people pay for a cost a uh, service, they pay attention. And so I encourage people like, listen, attention economy, guard it, protect it, 
take vacations with your family. Even when you take a vacation with your family, wow, this would be novel. Say, you know what, let's go off the grid for social media, even for a day, even for a half a day. The amount of memories, the laughter, the connection, the eye contact, it's so different than than everyone just glued to their screen. We we have a rule, and again, I, it's tough to instill these rules if you don't start them young, but you can always do it. But we don't have any uh, screens at the table, any meal time, any out to eat. We're not we're not crazy parents, but you know, there's just key little pockets of time when we're in church, no screens. Uh, so so just those little times in the day where where you just need to reset your brain. Yeah, right on with that, Carrie. We're, we're the same way. We we eat dinner together as a family at six o'clock every day. No screens, but it's it, it's my favorite part of the day because we're all together. Uh, all the distractions are out of the way. We can just really engage with one another. So, um, yeah, d- definitely uh, unhackable. I'm going to include the link in the description of this podcast episode so my listeners can get over there, tap it, and check it out. What else you got coming up here? What kind of goals or plans? Any more books? What's coming up next for you here? Oh yeah, man, I'm always writing books. I just wrote one uh, release this week called Show Up Filled Up. And it's about how to partner with uh, influencers. So a lot of times people are like, man, how do I how do I get influencers to pay attention to me? Um, and look, I got some crazy stories about how I've done that. Even like the war, the warden from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I didn't know him, but he helped me launch one of my books. And, and the way that you do it is by showing up filled up. In other words, um, you know, how can I add value to other people? versus how can I take from people. So all those principles that are good for fatherhood, I find that they're good in business as well. So man, I'm working on all kinds of stuff, blockchain stuff coming up, um, crazy stuff. And it's, it's, I love it. I love it. Uh, my, my, my kryptonite is like, Hey, look, man, you love life and your job so much. Like you gotta stop. (laughs) I'm saying like, I know some dads like hate their job, I'll tell you what, I got to end with this quote. Um, Carl Jung, Swiss psychologist, amazing quote here. He said, and you'd like it for fatherhood. He said, the most damaging thing in the life of a child, okay, like that's a big thing. What is it? It's not alcoholism. It's not abuse. It's not abandonment. It's the unlived life of the parent. So the parent who does not live a life on fire, I call it a soul on fire, that's the most damaging thing for a kid. It's not, hey, we didn't get him the latest Xbox. So I think as a dad, as a mom, the best thing you can do is to be a soul on fire, to live a full life. And your kid will look at that and be like, wow, that's unique. That's rare. I want to be like mom or dad. Yeah, very well said, Carrie. You kind of stole the thunder there because the last question I usually love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast here, maybe you can add a touch to it. Uh, what kind of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Yeah, I would say this. Invest in them early because the cats in the cradle song, you know, like the whole – it's true, man. You know, dads who say, ah, I'll just invest in the kids when they get to be adults, it's too late. And so I would say all the time that you can invest early will then create the relationship as opposed to, oh, now they're older. Now I'll invest in them. So uh, and then give yourself some grace, man. Like fatherhood is tough. And I I just, uh, you know, I'm a person of faith, so I believe in grace. (laughs) I have grace. But give yourself some grace because you've never done this before. No dad's perfect. 
and you're doing the best you can. And so, uh, you know, in, enjoy this time. Yeah, great stuff. I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Carrie Oberbrunner, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me, Alec. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Carrie Oberbrunner for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And make sure you bring it back here Wednesday, a very special 500th episode of First Class Fatherhood. It's so hard to believe we are halfway to 1,000 episodes right here on the podcast. Uh, Backstreet Boy, Brian Littrell, will be here with his son, Bailey. It's going to be a deep dive into their father-son relationship and so much more. I hope you'll join me. Uh, that's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lee. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers. Tall as a tree, I saw feeling so.